rothys.com add cover to your gift list meet meet our styles from men's and women's shoes to a wide array of bags discover sustainable styles made for all better for the planet rothys believes there's a way to do things one that puts the planet and the people first from better materials to manufacturing and finally to recycling, Rothy's is committed to closing the gap at every step. Give $20, get $20, tell a friend about Rothy's and you'll both get $200 off your next purchase. So go ahead, tell a friend, the gift of choice, take the guesswork out of gifting with a pick that never goes out of style. Stay in the know, try Rothy's today for better comfort shoes that are better for the planet. Stamps.com, postage on demand. Print your own postage and shipping labels in seconds. Click instantly, buy, and calculate exact postage. Print postage labels, envelopes, or plain paper. Mail a fixed postage and mail all anywhere in the world. Give Stamps.com a try. Get $5 in free postage. Check offer details on Stamps.com. Corporate posting solutions have more than two locations. Stamps.com Enterprise is a postage solution for you. Shipping solutions. Process of print, shipping labels fast, enjoy shipping discounts and more. Stamps.com versus postage meters. The choice is clear. Stamps.com offers more features at a fraction of the cost. Approved licensed vendor of USPS. Say big with discounted rates from USPS and UPS. Stamps.com is an independent vendor of the UP, USPS and UPS. Here's how it works. Open Stamps.com account. Simple, simply click the Get Started button to sign up for Stamps.com and get access to all of the post office right from your computer 24-7. Even get discounts you can't get at the post office. Try it out with $5 free postage. Stamps.com will give you four weeks to see if they are the right for, for you. Stamps.com is so confident you'll like them. They'll also throw in $5 free postage to use during the four weeks. Don't pay unless you stay. Cancel your account online or call 1-855-608-2677 to cancel within the four-week trial period and pay no Service fee. The monthly fee is just $17.99 plus ethical taxes, if any, including the first month. Your service will continue uninterrupted as long as you don't. Do not cancel. Your 24 7 post office. Send invoices, letters, packages, print officials, USBS postage, domestic or international. No more look guesswork how much postage, what mail costs. Stamps.com will figure it out for you. Eliminate trips to the post office. Anything you can do at the post office, you can do right from your desk 24-7. Do more than a postage meter for less. Avoid hidden fees, equipment, insurance, and there's no extra hardware to buy or lease. They're paid full price for stamps.com again. Get postage discounts you can't even get at the post office. Customer support, always ready to help. Available by phone, email, or chat. Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. PT time. Not just for small office mailing, multi-location solutions, shipping solutions, and warehouse solutions. Good morning. Hope you had a good week. I hope you have a uh, happy Father's Day to all you fathers and single mothers doing the same job for whatever reason you may be doing it. Today's chapter from Laura Ingalls Wilder's. Farmer Boy. Chapter 26 is titled Threshing. The wind howled in the snow world, and the mournful sound came from the cedars. The skeleton apple trees rattled 
Their branches together like bones all outdoors was dark and wild and noisy. But the solid, strong barns were quiet. The appalling storm beat upon them. But the barns stood undisturbed. They kept their own warm warmth inside themselves. When Amonzo lashed the door behind him, the noise of the storm was not so loud as the still, warm stillness of the barns. The air was quiet. The horses turned in their box stalls and went and whinnied. Softly, the colts tossed their heads and pawed. The cows stood in a row placidly and swinging their tasseled tails. You could hear them chewing their cuds. Almanza stroked the soft noses of the horses and looked longingly at the bright-eyed colts. Then he went to the tool shed where Father was mending a flail. The flail had come off its handle and Father had put them together again. The flail was on ironwood stick, three feet long as, and as big around as a broom handle. It had a hole through one end. Its handle was five feet long, and one end was a knob, round knob. Father put a strip of cowhide through the hole in the flail and riveted the ends together to make a leather loop. He took another strip of cowhide and cut a slit in it, each end of it. He put it through the leather loop on the flail, and then he pushed the slits over the knob end of the handle. The flail and its handle were loosely held together by the two leather loops, and the flail could swing easily in any direction. Amonzo's flail was just like Father's, but it was new and did not need mending. When Father's flail was ready, they went to the southbound floor. There was still a faint smell of pumpkins, though the stock had eaten them all. A woodsy smell came from the pile of beech leaves, and a dry, strawy smell came from the wheat. Outside, the wind was screeching, and the snow was whirling, but the southbound floor was warm and quiet. Father and Amonzo unbound several sheaves of wheat and spread them on the clean wooden floor. Amonzo asked Father why he did not hire the machine that did threshing. Three men had brought it into the country last fall, and Father had gone to see it. It would thresh a man's whole grain crop in a few days. That's a lazy man's way to thresh, Father said. Haste makes ways, but a lazy man... Man rather get his work done fast and do it himself. That mean that machine chews up the straw till it's not fit to feed stock, and it scatters grain around and wastes it. All it saves is time, son. And what good is time with nothing to do? You want to sit and twiddle your thumbs all these stormy winter days? No, said Amonzo. He had enough of that on Sundays. Then spread the wheat two or three inches thick on the floor. Then they faced each other, and they went. And they took the handles of their flails in both hands. They swung the flails above their heads and brought them down on the wheat. Father struck, then a monzo's, then father's, then a monzo's, thud, 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 thud. It was like marching to the music on Independence Day. It was like beating the drum. Thud, 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 thud. The grains of wheat went swelling from their little husk and sifting down through the straw. A uh, faint good smell came from the beaten straw like the smell of the ripe fields in the sun. Before a monzo tired, Swinging the flail, it was time to use a pitch force. He lifted the straw, lightly shaking it, then pitched it aside. The brown wheat gains light. Scattered on the floor, Amonzo and Father spread more sheaves over it, then took up their flails again. When the shelled grain was thick on the floor, Amonzo scraped it inside with a big wooden scraper. All that day, the pile of wheat grew higher. Just before chore time, Amonzo swept the floor in front of the fanning mill. Then Father shoveled wheat into the hopper while Amonzo turned the fanning mill's handle. The fans whirred inside the mill. A cloud of chaff blew out its front, and the kernels of clean wheat poured out of its side and went sliding down the rising heap on the floor. Amonzo put a handful into his mouth. They were sweet to chew and, hasted a, and lasted a long time. 
He chewed while he held the grain sacks and father shoveled the wheat into them. Father stood the full sacks in a row against the wall. A good day's work had been done. What said we run some beech nuts through? Father asked, so they pitched beech leaves into the hopper, and now the warring fans blew away the leaves, and the three-corner brown nuts poured out. Amonzo filled a peck measure with them to eat that evening by the heater. Then he went whistling to do the chores. All winter long on stormy nights there would be threshing to do. When the wheat was threshed, there would be the oats and the beans, the Canada beans, Canada peas. There was plenty of grain to feed the stock, plenty of wheat and rye to take to the mill for flour. Amonzo had held the fields he had helped in the harvest, and now he was threshing. He helped to feed the patient cows and the horses eagerly winning over the bars of their stalls and the hungry bleeding sheep and the grunting pigs. And he felt like saying to them all, you can depend on me. I'm big enough to take care of you all. Then he shut the door smugly behind them, leaving them all fed and warm and comfortable for the night. And he went trudging through the storm to get good, to the good supper waiting in the kitchen. Thank you for listening to this chapter of Laura Ingalls Wilder's Farmer's Board. Stay safe out there. Have a good week. Happy Father's Day to all your fathers and single mothers and have a good and have a good week.